Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you as we begin a new broadcast week here on Political Coffee. So, uh, what do you think are the issues that are really going to drive the election nationally? And here in Oregon, I want to hear from you what you think about that. We're going to talk about that today. We're also going to talk about um, the Take Our Borders Back convoy that leaves today and culminates in um, three places, three rallies in the on the south, southern border on February the 3rd. We'll talk quickly about that. Uh, Jim Langford or Senator Langford from Oklahoma, which is the rhino Mitch McConnell patsy, is the guy promoting the border security bill, which is anything but, folks. Talk a little bit about that. We'll also talk about, you know, this judgment entered in against Donald Donald Trump, $83.3 million. Well, Victor Davis Hanson in a red state absolutely shreds the thing. Even more importantly, you should see the, and it is a an Epoch Times story. It's a very good one. Trump's lawyer, Alina Haba, came out after the jury decision and shredded the judge, shredded the judge for what he did in court. But if you want to talk about an actual kangaroo court, this was it. This was absolutely it. Now, a couple of things uh, that I do want to share with you that I think are important for us to get into. By the way, thanks for all your uh, emails over, over the weekend here. By the way, I know Jim wrote me an email. <laughs> it's the Gateway Pundit story. Uh, headline, Media Hypes Taylor Swift's Potential Influence of the 2024 Election. And Jim writes, this is just making me nauseous. Why would anyone pays attention to Tay-Tay? It's outside the realm of my comprehension. It just points out how empty and hopeless some people's lives are. They're able to think for themselves and discern truth. Deception. You know, that's, that's a great way of describing where we are in America today. Needless to say, it's where we are, so we got to deal with it. So, one of the ways we deal with it is what we do with the political coffee clutch. This is our opportunity to come together. Again, this is Fred Finster is uh, one of our listeners, and this was Fred's idea after the, you know, the 2020 election debacle. And we began meeting, and we continue to meet. Uh, back then, we met every 
Tuesday or whatever night we decided on that I think we started with. And now we're at every other. Well, we're no longer at the honky tonk. They wanted to do line dancing. So good. Good for them. Go for it. Blessings on the honky tonk. So we are going to uh, find a new place. So here's what I'm going to propose to you. And this is really an opportunity for you to, for those of you that are in the audience that are Coffee Clatch listeners and, and attendees. And this is just, again, this is just an opportunity for us to come together as people in this audience who network with each other, who talk with each other. Some of you do it because you're looking for something to do. Some of you do it because you're activists and you want to be active and you want to connect up with other activists. And some of you, frankly, come to the coffee class because you want to learn stuff that maybe you don't have an opportunity to learn here on this radio show. Well, that's great. Whatever the reason is, I'm going to give you the opportunity to help us decide where we're going to begin meeting. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to have our first meeting at Miller's Barbecue on February the 6th. Now, this is a Tuesday evening. This is our kind of our normal Tuesday evening. We're going to go to Miller's Barbecue. This is, again, this is in the old uh, State Farm building. You know, that's the one out there on the freeway, the big brick building there where, um, where you get off at Portland Road, okay? Now, it's, it takes a little bit to figure out how to get in there, but it, it's actually easier than, than what you think, okay? You turn, you, you go west into Salem on Portland Road, and as you cross Interstate 5, heading west into Salem, first road on your right is Hyacinth, you turn right there, and you take the second road on your right. The first road on your right is a dead-end street. You don't want to go there. The second road on your right is 25th. And that road basically ends at the State Farm building. And you want to turn left, and as you are, Miller's Barbecue is literally looking at you. Okay? So we're going to hold our first meeting at Miller's Barbecue. And we're going to do that at our normal time of 6 o'clock. This is February the 6th. The following Monday, which is the 12th, we're going to hold another political coffee clutch. I know it's just a week apart. We're going to hold another political coffee clutch at Sparky's Tap House. Now, this is on Mission Street. So... It is the landmark for that is 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 pretty simple. It is uh, where Carl's Jr. is, and and Popeyes. You turn right right there, and and then turn left by Carl's Jr. in into this little strip mall, and Sparky's is right there. It's at the end of of that strip mall. Well, folks, there is. 
there's a ton of parking on the back side of that. You can literally go past that and turn to the east and into a, a huge parking lot. Okay, we're going to have the opportunity to have a meeting there. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask everyone then to, in essence, vote, to tell me what it is that we should, should do, where we should hold a meeting. Now, these are different venues, but they are both family-friendly, okay? So kids can come into both of these locations. Sparky's Tap House doesn't sell the hard liquor. They do have beer and wine, yes. Miller's does not have any alcohol. Okay? They have lots of other drinks, soft drinks and, and other things, but they have no alcohol. That, that's really the only difference between them. So you're going to have an opportunity six days apart to help us figure out where we should go on a regular basis for the political coffee class. So again, February 6th, we're going to start there at our normal time on a Tuesday at Miller's Barbecue. And then the following Monday, we will meet at Sparky's Tap House there right off of Mission Street. Now, if we go to Mondays and we stay at Sparky's, we'll stay for, on Monday because that's the only time they get. They, they have this, this trivia thing that they do on Tuesdays. And that, that is a huge thing. The place fills up. Mondays are dead around there. I was there on a Monday, on a Monday till about six o'clock. And yeah, it was dead. So I, I don't think we're going to have any trouble. Again, kids and families can come to all of these. In fact, Sparky's has pizza uh, that is available. So lots of, I, I'm looking forward to having meetings at both places. And I'm looking forward to getting your feedback. Okay, so by the way, also one other thing, a, a bill has been introduced once again to do away with daylight savings time. Now we had, we had passed a bill, folks, in Oregon five years ago to make daylight savings time, this is where we spring ahead in the spring, fall back in the fall, to make that our standard time. That needed congressional approval. Didn't get it. So now Kim Thatcher is part of a group, a work group in Oregon, Washington, California, and Idaho that are proposing to make legislation that would make Pacific Standard Time, the time we're on right now, permanent. No more springing ahead in the spring, falling back in the fall. And guess what? We do not need congressional approval to make this happen. We can do it without congressional approval. I want to know what you think about that. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. I know we got lots to talk about. Let's start with Art. Art, good morning. Uh, good morning, Jeff. Need a little time here. Hey, uh, right now, I'm focusing on the legislative session because that's where all the danger is. No doubt about it. 
we need to get active and fight all the BS, Jeff, as you know. Um, one thing I do want to bring up, and it's critical for us to start fighting desperately, is all this dang pork barrel spending by all of the legislators, our Republicans, our Democrats. What, what are you talking spending. about specifically, Art? Oh, Jeff, everything. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they waste money every day of the week. We've talked about it. And, you know, the list is long. Um, so we need to stop it right now. This dang bill that they're trying to pass for the border, they won't even let us see the dang bill, Jeff, because there's a bunch of pork in it. And they don't want us to know it. You can, And they've been doing this all along. Pelosi, all of them. They've been wasting our money, putting us in debt, and that's the most critical issue to save our republic. You, you and I both know it, and I could, I could definitely, we should talk about more specifics, but just look at that bill. Well, we haven't even seen it. The bill on the board. I know. They won't. Great point, folks. This bill Love you, Jeff. coming out of the Senate, like Art has pointed out, folks, we have not even seen it. We only know what we're hearing that has been leaked about 5,000 illegals a day get to come into America and get work permits. Is that amnesty or what? Rolling. Let's talk back in a moment. Thanks, Art. 620. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. So what do you think? Should we pass a bill along with all the states surrounding us that have Pacific Standard time, PST. You think we should stay on PST? Or should we try to pass another bill like we did five years ago to go to daylight savings time? Which do you prefer? Kim Thatcher is going to introduce a bill along with this work group that keeps us on Pacific Standard Time, and that means we don't need any help from the Congress. We don't have to have Congress to do daylight savings time permanent. Yes, we would need congressional approval for that. But for daylight or uh, Pacific Standard Time, no, we don't. All we have to do is say we're going to stay with PST. Now, not everybody's happy about that, but I want to know what you think about it. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Like the one I got from Eileen. 
She says, I love daylight savings time. I am furious at her, Kim Thatcher, for flip-flopping on her bill I helped get passed in 2019 for permanent DST. The change twice a year is fun in the fall because we all get a free hour. Thatcher's bill will deprive us of needed sunlight on summer evenings. We Oregonians need all the evening sun we can get. Tell Thatcher no. So what do you think? No, I've just got to be honest with you. I agree with Eileen. I mean, I like daylight savings time. I'm going to make it permanent. I'm fine with that. And Amanda says no also. Okay. There you go. So what do you think? 503-589-1220. That's the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. And again, emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. By the way, today is the opportunity at 1 o'clock for you attend to attend the virtual session of the Oregon Board of Forestry to comment on this ridiculous habitat conservation plan, which locks up most of Oregon's state forests permanently for over 70 years, and which basically bankrupts over 500 local taxing districts, over 500, including schools, takes away money from them. Why? Because it doesn't allow any logging. Today, you can go online and register. You have to register for the virtual session. It starts today at 1 p.m. I'm going to have a link on the show plan so you can go to it. Okay? It's easy. And it talks about it. There's a further um, listening, in-person listening session. It will be on the 31st, just two days from now. In my lightning quick mind, that's Wednesday, isn't it? That's going to be an Astoria. So if you can't make it to Astoria, you should attend this one today. At any time, you can make, uh, you you can absolutely make comment uh, on the state's website. By the way, something else that uh, I want to comment on is how much I love all the MyPillow products. You know, they got this special on right now on the new flannel sheets which are great for the warmth of keeping you warm in the wintertime. But they've got all of the great slippers. And and I'm just, I don't think, in all honesty, that we are done with the cold weather. I know it's warm out there right now, but I don't think we're done with the freeze. We could easily get another snow, a freezing event. This is an unpredictable year. Those my pillow slippers were one of only two things that the two shoes that I could wear on the ice. They really worked well. And I'm talking about the slip on outdoor slippers. They, they worked incredibly well. So I just want to encourage you to, to continue to support my pillow, which helps support our radio station. Go to mypillow.com, Use the promo code PC 23. You that, that promo code applies to all of their products, including my store. So go to mypillow.com, the best products that are out there, and, and they are, folks. 
American made, right here in America, mypillow.com, use the promo code PC23. Now, how do you define failure in Oregon? Well, you can do it in many, many different ways, but how about this story in the Oregon Catalyst? This, this relates to Measure 110, you know, where the voters legalize drugs. Well, here's the headline of this Oregon Catalyst story. 50 out of 382,000 addicts got help with Measure 110. And before you drive off the road, let me just recite that headline to you again. And I'll have this, this article, by the way, on the show plan, and you should read it. 50 out of 382,000 addicts got help with Measure 110. 50 out of 382,000 addicts. 50. I define that as absolute failure, but yet the Democrats' bill to deal with it, to recriminalize it, nibbles around the edges. This thing needs to be peeled entirely. It's a joke. 50 out of 382. Stunning. Not really. Another field could left this Back in a moment. Some of you are starting to weigh in on Central Standard or um, our Daylight Savings Time or Standard. We'll talk about that on the other side. Don't go away. Call Jeff now at 503 589 1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us today on a Monday. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. So what do you think? Should we stay on Pacific Standard Time? Kim Thatcher has a bill along with a lot of other legislators who are all on Pacific time right now in all these states because there's a work group, multi-state work group, Oregon, Washington, California, Idaho, are all proposing legislation to stay right where we are and not go to daylight savings time. Do you like that or do you not like it? 503-589-1220. That's the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails. Always to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Jim says Pacific Standard Time means what? Daylight at 3.30 a.m. and dark by 9? I'd rather have light till 10 p.m. Art says I agree with an extra hour of daylight in the summertime. We need it. So what do you think? 503-589-1220. 503-589-1220. That's the power of Buick GMC Talk. I'd love to get your perspective on that. David writes uh, an email. In fact, I got a lot of emails here. I'll try to get to them all. He says, you know, I don't care whether we're on daylight savings time or not. I say pick one or the other and then leave it alone. No more changing it back and forth. What do you think? 
Again, 503-589-1220. That's the power of Buick GMC talk line. Now, before we went to break, we talked about this massive fail in the implementation of Measure 110. It's a story that's on the Oregon Catalyst today. The whole idea was you decriminalize small amounts of heroin, methamphetamine. And, you know, people get a $100 ticket, but they would call a hotline to have that fee waived. And then they would get treatment. Well, guess what? Hasn't worked out too well. There were 6,271 tickets for drug possession that were issued by law enforcement from February of 2021, which is when the law was in, the, what the voters voted became implemented they, then, February 2021 at September 2023. They issued 6,271 tickets for drug possession. Now, folks, that isn't the total number of addicts. The total number of addicts is the 382,000 number. But I digress. Of the 6,271 tickets for drug possession that were given, only 8% or 499 people called the hotline. And only... One in 10 of those people got treatment, 50 people. Now, the guy that runs, he's the CEO of Lines for Life, which ran the hotline, blamed it on the uniform citations, which didn't contain the hotline number. He said most people simply threw away the citations. Roughly 9% of Oregon's population has a substance abuse disorder. Those are official government figures, and that's where the 382,000 addicts number comes from. So what do you think? Is that the definition of failure? 50 people actually got treatment out of 6,271 tickets that were issued under Measure 110 by law enforcement for drug possession. Now, there are differing views from what the Democrats have introduced and what the Republicans say ought to happen. I think it all all ought to be repealed. It is destroying this state. A, let's see, Paul writes... If you do the math on Measure 110 in your lightning quick mind, that means that 381,950 addicts to advantage of legal dope. Also, I'm in favor of Pacific Daylight Time. PDT. Which is not DST. Pacific Daylight Time would be what we're on right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, Eileen, I'll, I'll send you the um, the bill number. I'll, I'll find it over over break here. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. So what do we do about this? 
I mean, if Measure 110 is creating all of this homelessness and crime, and people come to Oregon because they know they can get high, get a $100 ticket, which they throw away, and nobody ever holds them accountable for it. In fact, I wonder how many people have been reticketed over and over again and have simply never done anything about it. A $100 ticket. I wonder how many people statistically can be proven come to Oregon because you can come here, get high. You can check in and check out. Hmm. I just wonder how many people that is. Um, it's bound to be a lot. Uh, you know it. I know it. Bound to be an awful lot. Something that is um, great for you to think about is your opportunity to just be wonderfully warm and comfortable in your home. I know it's abnormally warm right now, but we're in an El Nino year. But just think back to a little over a week ago. It wasn't so warm, was it? And if your heating and cooling system wasn't keeping up, you were kind of miserable. Great reason for you to call our friends at Freedom Heating and Air. So, you know, before the next freeze hits, and it will, we're a long way from being out of winter, folks. Before that next freeze hits, call Freedom Heating and Air and have them fix your system. 503-580-1456. FreedomHeatingAndAir.net. FreedomHeatingAndAir.net. Doug writes an email about Monday's program. What issue are driving elections in Oregon? That nobody believes elections change anything. <laughs> so what are the issues that are going to drive elections in Oregon? Well, there's an interesting Epoch Times story about this. It says the two biggest issues that will drive voters to the ballot box in 2024. Now, I want you to listen to this because the subheadline is this. When voters cast their ballots, what determines who gets their support is always a matter of the heart and not the mind. This is why I tell you, friends, you have to always, always approach these persuadable conversations with people who are so persuadable in your world on the emotional side of things. You have to take the issues and the facts and emotionalize them, and you can. It's a great story, and all everything is being everything that is being pointed to right now is illegal aliens flooding across the border and abortion. Is that true? Will Democrats try to use abortion, abortion rights to detract from inflation, baseline inflation that still hasn't gone away and the flooding of illegal aliens coming across the border? What do you think it's going to be? Let's go to the phones. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buke GMC talk line. Gary, good morning. Go Beeps. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Definitely a fan of uh, daylight savings time. You can do stuff okay. in the evening. Yep, I like it too. Yeah. 
Hey, uh, people got to get involved. You got to you got to really push this uh, testifying in front of the forest board. We are winning this argument. The uh, spotted owl thing is done by the wayside. Uh, everybody knows that it's a fraud, and uh, we're hammering pretty hard on it. And all the other side has to say is global warming, global warming, you know, climate change, climate change. But one of the couple of the interesting things that happened last time, two of them admitted that the whole purpose is to get rid of the lumber industry in Oregon. Now, who said and that? I've got it on video. Who said that? Two of the testifiers. I asked them, I said, admit it. This is all to get rid of the lumber industry, isn't it? And two of them on camera said yes. So you're, it's you're on not my video that I sent you. Members of the board, you're not talking about the members of the Board of Forestry. No. You're talking about two people who are testifying. People who were testifying for the Sierra Club. Yep. Cutting a tree is and, an evil thing to these crazy people. I have And then I've got uh, you can see the Sierra Club was coaching the their version of Antifa, the environmental little terrorist group that is talking. They were sharing information at, uh, right on camera. Thanks, Gary. I appreciate it. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Yes, and I will have that link so you can make comments on the Board of Forestry's Habitat Conservation Plan. There's a virtual meeting today. Now, you have to register in advance, that's all going to be on the show plan. It's easy to do. You can still make comment at any time. Now, if the idea is to get rid of the timber industry in Oregon, as these people, as Gary said, was articulated by people who were testifying in favor of the Habitat Conservation Plan, is that something you could use in a conversation with someone who's persuadable. Hmm? We're also talking about daylight savings time or Pacific Standard Time. Kim Thatcher has a bill, along with a lot of other legislators in five Western states, uh, or four Western states, rather, to make Pacific Standard Time, which we're on right now, the law of the land, and not change to daylight savings time. I like daylight savings time. I like having the extra hour in the evening. Me as a farmer, I have very selfish reasons for that, of course. But that's that's me. What do you think? 503-589-1220. You see, keeping it where we are right now means we'll have much earlier mornings, right? And shorter evenings. Instead of a 10 o'clock, daylight will be at 9. That's what Kim's bill does. You like that? You don't like it. What works for you? Now, the cool thing is with Kim's bill, even though 
I like daylight savings time. We passed that, and Kim was part of that. It was her bill five years ago. Kate Brown signed it into law, bipartisan. It doesn't go into effect if unless Congress approves it and other states around us joined with us. You know? Nobody could get that done, much as I like it. So is this the next best thing? Do Are people just really that tired of, you know, selecting it back and forth? Hmm? John writes this. He says, seems like a silly thing for spending so much political capital and time when we have more pressing important issues. If your work requires that you communicate across time zones, it's much easier if we maintain consistently with what the rest of the country is doing. I happen to enjoy the extra sunlight in the evenings. I've also lived in the northeast coast where the sun sets earlier. I much prefer that we enjoy what we enjoy here in Oregon. And Doug writes again, daylight savings? We have an invasion and a civil war flaring up across the border. And you want to talk about clocks, elections, and bipartisan blanks? What planet did I wake up on? People are living through a great reset. We're calling it conspiracy theory. 26 states and governors have joined with Texas. GOP is bribing Arizona candidates not to run. We got real issues. Tenth Amendment. Serious. Blank. <laughs> Doug? You obviously don't understand talk radio. And that's okay. You see, I mentioned the trucker's convoy. Nobody jumped on the board to talk about that. Nobody. You're right. We ought to be supporting the trucker's convoy. We ought to be supporting Texas. In fact, I got a text message from a, a fellow conservative activist. There's a group that wants to hold a rally in support of Texas. Okay, cool. I'm all for it. Let's do it. But Doug, what does everybody want to talk about? Daylight savings time. You see in talk radio, Doug, you go with what is working. And what's working? People care about switching time back and forth because it affects their lives. Now, in the press release about this, by the way, Kim Thatcher says, you know, there is studies that show it positively affects your health better. Now, I haven't seen those studies, so I don't know. She's just saying this. It affects your health better to stay on daylight, or excuse me, to say to stay on Pacific Standard Time like we are right now. Okay, there you go, folks. Greg writes, DST or PST? Question mark? Permanent daylight savings time would be my preference for the extra hour of daylight in the evening. During PST, there's too little daylight after work to do much work outside in the evening. Greg, thank you. That's his two cents. What do you think? Five, well, I've got more. Julie... <laughs> says daylight savings time anytime I do not have to change all the clocks I would be pleased being a morning person I like standard time they want to make a daylight time I would still be pleased the change of time creates certain health hazards more heart attacks occur now apparently this is a statistical truth by the way people on medication she writes which are time sensitive have problems with it find that cannot explain to my dogs why feeding times change <laughs> oh that's good Julie 
Um, let's see. Uh, got a text message here, and that is from. It's a text that comes in by email. It's from a phone um, from a never to be mentioned state employee. How much money did it cost to treat each of the 50 people? What happened to the rest of the money to treat drug addiction? You know, that's a great question because we're talking about measure 110 too, which is the serious stuff, Doug. Um, yeah, great point. We have collected something like $300 million so far off measure 110. They've distributed maybe half of that, I think. So if, I mean, somebody do the math out there. Just take $150 million and divide 50 into that. The 50 people that actually got treatment. Folks, the reason that the Democrats are proposing a light bill to do absolutely nothing, to change the situation, the reason they are is simple. Because a lot of their constituencies, the consulting crowd, the treatment crowd, rather than the law and order crowd, a lot of those people are telling them, ooh, you can't stop the money train. It's really just starting to flow. Just give us more of that money that we're collecting off all those illicit drugs. And we'll do a better job, we promise. I'm sorry. Michael writes, substance abuse disorder. Oh, boy. Maybe people should be checked for sober abuse syndrome. <laughs> that's good. Michael, that's good. Okay, as far as clocks and time, I propose just letting the decimal point keep floating. I mean, as long as it's ticking people off, we know they're alive. <laughs> oh, that's good, Michael. All right, folks. So. Just to re By the way, thanks to PacWest Lobby. They're one of our great advertisers. Seriously, if you have a problem with government, even local government, maybe one of the ways to deal with it, to hire a lobby group. Check out pwlobby.com. I know these people well. I trust PacWestLobby, pwlobby.com. For tomorrow on your ability to figure out with me, you too where we're going to hold our political coffee class. See you tomorrow.